This episode of The Instance is brought to you by fans like you. If you'd like to support us, go to theinstance.net and click our support link. There's lots of loot in there for you, and it's super easy and inexpensive. Thank you for your support, and if you haven't tried it yet, give it a shot. Theinstance.net. Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance for July fifteenth, twenty nineteen. I'm Scott Johnson, Garrett Weinzerpel, right over there. What's going on, buddy? Hello, happy Monday, Scott. Yeah, happy Monday. Weird day we're recording. We didn't do it Friday. I woke up with this raging, horrendous sore throat. I'm happy to report it went like away by the end of the day. I have no idea what that was about. No other symptoms, no other illness, just bad sore throat, and then it went away. And so I guess I'm sounds like stars. summer allergies. I've been fighting them for two months now. Plus, you guys have like prehistoric plants that are like shitting out all kinds of weird, <laughs> like yeah, spores. Yeah, yeah. I uh, growing up, man, no issues whatsoever. Uh, ding thirty. All yeah. of a sudden, yeah. allergies out the ass. Yep. The 30, you hit 30, and for some reason, allergies for me, same thing. I never had any kind of hay fever growing up, none of that stuff. My sister had it. I didn't have any of it. You hit 30, boom, you got it all. And just wait. By the time you're 40, look for the next big deal, which would be um, uh, you'll get some peanut allergy or some shit like that. And then you got to carry that around with you. And then you walk into a Ooh, Five Guys Burgers not. and Fries. I hope and not. Just... I, like, I like peanuts, Scott. Do you? All right. Yeah. And like, oh, Ugh, the worst would be cashews. If I got a, if I got a cashew allergy, I'm out of here. I'm is that, done. Is that such a I thing? I will just retire that day from life. Yeah, that's got to be a thing, by the way. Uh, That'll be the end of it. Every nut has an allergy. Is what I was told once. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, that, uh, yeah. that does not surprise me. No, to hear. Uh, yeah, dude. Well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this on an off day because I am I'm gone. I'm yeah, gone. You're gone this Wednesday. weekend. I'm gone this weekend. Uh, who knows what the Europeans do? So they're basically gone. And uh, so we wanted to make sure to, to get one in before you and I get out of here. And then you're gone like the next week, too. You got like some big. I'm going to miss the next two Fridays, sir. Yeah, you got busy times coming up. So uh, Patrick, I, poli- I believe, is also starting some sort of vacation. And the way the French do it, it's like six weeks long or some crazy thing. I don't know what they do. So yeah, he hasn't let me know yet, but we'll 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 figure something out. Uh, after all of that, but it just felt important that we got together today and, uh, you know, equal thanks to you for making it fit your schedule. All right. Well, rad, dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, before we get to, okay, a couple things are going to happen today. Not a lot of like big news in world of Warcraft or blizzard in general, little bits, stuff here and there. We've got some wow stuff to talk about that deals a lot with the current, uh, patch as well. Some classic issues. We're going to talk about those, but a huge portion of today's show is going to be dedicated to two things. Your phone calls, if you're willing, out there, listeners, 801-471-0462, and your emails. i got a ton of emails. i got one voicemail to play, and uh, our willingness to open the lines and let you guys call live, if you so desire. So don't do it yet. We'll tell you when, but uh, have your phones ready with that number, 801-471-0462. You can ask us anything you want. All I would ask is don't be trolls or buttholes. We'll just hang up on you. It's not hard. 
And I also know what your numbers are after you call. So I can say, oh, that guy's the one that called him was a jerk. So I'm just going to block it. <laughs> so any those get blocked immediately. So you can't call again anyway. So anyway, there you go. Uh, we want to open those lines up, have some fun, get some questions, talk about stuff. That's all coming up in a minute. But before all that, there are bits of news here. For example, the WoW Classic beta ended since the last show. Uh, the final stress test is going to be on the 25th through 26th, but the current beta, as it was currently constituted, uh, stopped on the 12th, I believe. And uh, that was it. And it was a bit of a... And they also said watch for something around 4 p.m. Pacific. Was there an event that I missed? Something that happened? Something cool in the game? Uh, well, I believe, yeah, they did some fun stuff when they brought the servers down. But as someone who never got invited to the beta, I... Don't know, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in there either. I mean, I have the beta, but I didn't. I should have checked it. Um, I'm curious about that. Maybe someone in the chat can call in and tell us. But I, uh, I didn't read anything about anything special. Maybe they were just spawning yeah. There in wasn't. Or um, there wasn't the same like screenshots being shared and whatnot. Like there was for the end of like the first stress test when mm -hmm. they spawned a bunch of bosses into the world and whatnot. Yeah, like, I, I didn't see anything. That, so that bum you out. You wish it was. I don't know more. Not as much as not being in it so I could go see it for myself, bum me out. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Good point. Like, that's the whole, look, I don't want to test Jack. I just want to be in there when they do dumb shit, when they turn the servers off. That's the only reason I want to be wanted to be in it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of did too, to be honest. I don't really want to test it. I want to play it in September. Yeah, or August. yeah it's the kind of thing where yeah. like, I know how I am. We've, we've had this discussion. We both get burnt out, so we don't want to do it yeah. in test phase first just so we get actually burnt out faster when the game is live. And what are we, like a month and a week? away from the launch of that thing something like yeah that. august uh, 27 isn't it yeah yeah so we're we're a lot closer than people think so betas aren't going to matter here in a hot minute um, no no they're not and there is going to be yeah you already mentioned that there's going to be one more you know final stress test um so that should be fun as hell i would assume um that yeah, you probably hope, do right? some pretty ridiculous things yeah uh, at the end of that final stress test and then uh i believe it was i believe it was uh Kyvax, who who posted, yeah, yeah, it was Kyvax. This mm -hmm. was back on uh, the third mm -hmm. of July. Uh, that there's also going to be reminders going out as they get closer to that stress test, but also that uh, name reservations are going to be a thing that'll be going on. Oh right. So oh. don't don't forget about that. Keep your eye on that, Scott, because we got to get in there. Can I get and, in there uh, early if I have a beta or no? Did they say? Um, I don't think they no, said. no mention, no okay. mention in there. All right, that's that. what I was afraid. Uh, of. I would uh, imagine. I would certainly hope it does, has zero to do with you being in the beta or not, whether or not you get to reserve your name earlier or not. I'm looking forward to finally having my character's name spelled correctly nice. for the first time in the history of World of Warcraft. Wait a minute. What is it? What was it previously? What was the misspelling? Oh, uh, well, my, uh, this is going to show you what a freaking Green Day nerd I am. But when I started playing World of Warcraft in 2005, I was a little late to the vanilla World of Warcraft, everybody. Yeah. Uh, when I started playing it... Um, uh, it, my character's name was St. Jimmy, and it was spelled with one M. Nice. Was that a mistake? <laughs> you, like, you screwed up, or you just couldn't get the other one? No, the other one, the correct spelling was taken. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. It was more yeah. fun thinking and, you spelled uh, th it wrong. This but... led to, like, a good three years of my guild thinking my real name was Jimmy. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I, I mean, can I call you Jimmy, or I'm not allowed I to mean, do that? I mean, I would prefer you didn't, because it's right. not my name. Oh, okay, but, I know, see. It's you, all right. You prefer it's all right. reality over... My fantasy land of Jimmy. <laughs> but if I was in, in and out of two Alliance guilds uh, for like those first three years of, of WoW. And the first guild called me Saint for short, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's like a cool internet handle. And then my second one that I started raiding with started calling me Jimmy. I'm like, 
I didn't think this name through. That's a lame internet name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to just be called Jimmy. <laughs> we all had those. We had, I had Mine was Buddy Pickle for a bunch of years. And I hate saying it now because it sounds so dumb. And the only reason I even took it is, I um, can't remember what I first used it in, probably Quake or something or Unreal Tournament. But I, I saw this guy who owns some big company in California. He was some CEO of some company. I forgot the name of the company. But his name was Buddy Pickle, his actual name. And I thought, well, that's a funny name. Buddy gonna, Pickle. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be that guy. I, I, I met someone actually named John Wick. Uh, really? Recently. What? Yep. Real name, John Wick. Do you have a dog? I didn't ask. Oh, man. I hope so. I man. hope. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I hope so or if I don't. I feel like I hope so. That bodes <laughs> ill for the dog. Yeah, probably. It's a good point. But you know how we knew that not. Kyvax, by the way, did that post is he always puts Aloha in there. We see what you're doing, Randy. We know what you're up to. <laughs> Always sticking his alohas where they don't belong. Or you see, something. no, for me, the real, the real telltale is that uh, he's always asking for quickfire questions. I don't understand why. Yeah, weird, right? It's almost like he yeah. loved doing that and misses it. It's probably a big, <laughs> big chance of that. Um, anyway, that's what I do every time I see him at BlizzCon. I just go up and I ask him 15 questions in under three minutes. Do you have backing music for it and like a little intro and a yeah, bu- yeah, buzzer? dude? I pull out the iPhone. I started playing uh, Spanish Fleet and uh, we. <laughs> I ask him 15 questions rapidly. Know exactly what to do. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's um, That's so wonderful. that ended, and so we're done with it for now. But again, another Indeed. stress test, the final one, 25th to 26th. It's right around the corner, dude. I mean, I, I am going to disappear for a week and a half for the family vacation. So for me, I'm like, I'm going to come back, and it's going to basically be August. Yeah. And the countdown to classic releasing will be here. I'm stoked. I, I, I can't wait. I've been talking to so many of my old WoW friends, and so many of them are coming back for this. Are they and, uh, uh, like what? That's fun. that's interesting. Do you? I mean, are you expecting all the your old, your old pals that you ran with to get back in, or or, or is I it, wouldn't go that far. And I mean, honestly, a lot of my old pals, I don't, I don't <laughs> talk to them anymore. <laughs> yeah. One day, Scott, I'll tell you of my falling out with my of my alliance guild. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> interesting. I've yeah. never heard this yeah, my, story. Uh, my long, the longest alliance guild, like the longest I, the guild I stuck with, the longest I kind of, kind of just ejected myself from that entire. That, that's when I went horde. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a cut. That um, so I, I don't talk to a lot of those folks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, a lot of them, like last I heard, were playing uh, Monster Hunter <laughs> instead oh, of World of Warcraft. Really? So, Interesting. Yeah. I guess Monster Hunter kind of solves that whole raiding itch, doesn't it? That's the whole idea. I mean, there's a lot of games out there, I think, that that kind of scratch that wow itch for folks that maybe aren't finding BFA to be to their, to their tastes. Well, Benjamin says it well in the chat. Ain't no drama like WoW drama. Yeah, man. You're right about that. There's been some recently <laughs> I don't like at all. Makes me very mad. We won't get into it. <sighs> We're not dropping any names. Just pisses me off. I'm so sad for two people in particular whom I think are very, very kind people and are getting just raked over the coals right now. Yeah, they are the very nicest people on the planet. Yeah, and I'm super bugged they're even getting any heat. But anyway, and on the flip side of that, uh, an entire community is acting uh, as expected. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Business as usual. Uh Uh, All right. Uh, Somebody in the chats. I don't know who it was. Who said it? Oh, uh, Knups or Nups in the chat says, looks like they spawned Ragnaros in Stormwind. So we were. Oh, wonderful. That sounds rad. How big is that thing? Like when they when you spawn him, you can scale him. So how big in Stormwind was he? Was he as big as he could be? Was he towering over they, buildings? They tend to they tend to overscale them quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I kind of prefer that. I want him to seem massive. Right now, in Heroes of the Storm, he's just another guy, and it kind of bugs me. I want to see him in his 
his former glory. So if you're going to spawn him in Stormwind, make him freaking huge. And if he did, if they did do that, does everyone... Okay, it looks like he was Ragnaros-sized Ragnaros. Okay, so that's the, what the size he was in Molten Core. Just, you know, compared yeah, yeah, to a player. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a size uh, specialist. There's also, however, a giant hogger. Yeah, <laughs> that hogger is about the size of that Ragnaros, and uh, it's wonderful. Uh, just to give throw a quick protection spell on you, uh, Apple Biscuit says I wouldn't call a vocal minority the entire community. No, we mean that vocal community. We mean that community is what we mean. He's he's calling that a sub community. We don't mean the WoW community. We don't even mean the gaming community. But I think what Garrett said, and Garrett, if I'm putting words in your mouth, you can tell me. But I think what you were <laughs> saying was that that particular community. That village, if you will, right? Uh, yes, but unless you're being vocal, I am not aware of your existence as a community. Right. I guess what I'm so, saying is I don't think you were trying to say the entire WoW community is jumping all over these two people. A very specific no, sub-community no, a is. Subs, a subsection of a community. Yes. So just for clarification, uh, there you go. Someone in the chat says they made it up. I don't, they're made up today? No, they made up. Did they make up today? Uh, uh, this is news to me. Yeah, it's news to me as well. I was getting so angry I stopped reading about it. It's uh, the thing you should do. I don't blame yes. you at all. All right, let's My- talk. <laughs> let's talk about aqua. How do you say these aquios requiaries? What are they called? Uh, aquius. I don't like the name. Aquius. It's not. It's, it's, it's like not aqua, fun to say. Aqueous. I know it's annoying to say though. To hear it, even hearing you say it right makes me uncomfortable. And in, in, in- I'm the southern one on this show. <laughs> I'm the one that shouldn't be able to speak good. <laughs> I just mean like, uh, it's just, a, I, there's certain words and I've said this before. I don't like gymnasium. I don't like laboratory. Remember when, <laughs> remember when adults would say you need to use the laboratory? You, how have you not done a comic series of this? I love that you have a short list of words that you take issue with. I do. Doilies, another one. I don't like that one. Uh, I don't like, um, you don't like doilies. No, I really don't. I don't like trousers. I really don't like pants. <laughs> pants is dumb too. There's a this lot of words. So I, making, I really this don't is like. So them. making a clip. Oh, this when anyone talks about, and a lot of them are French words. No offense, Patrick, but if somebody says, uh, "Oh, check it out! I bought a new chaise lounge," that makes me want to destroy something. I can't. Oh, just hearing it right now makes me mad. I hate that word, chaise lounge. Ugh. Ugh. Gag worthy. Anyway. These things. Um, so what Scott's trying to say is that uh, there was a, a clarification on the dropping of Aquius Reliquaries and also a, a fix coming for the second week of, uh, of the Eternal Palace Raid. Um, and this is uh, their new items that drop in the Eternal Palace Raid. And they're required for the three new raid essences, uh, you know, one per essentially there's a DPS one, there's a healer one, there's a tank one. Um, and and the majority of their upgrades, uh, the first three ranks are going to require these these aqueous reliquaries. Anyway, it turns out that you do not have to do both raid difficulties to maximize your drops, right. um, as some players were assuming. Uh, because if you ran in order of difficulty, like like say you go into Eternal Palace on normal, and then you go into Eternal Palace on heroic, you would see aqueous reliquaries dropping in both. Uh, but the way that it actually works is that um, nor- normal will drop them, heroic will drop them. But if you just run heroic, it will drop the total amount that you would have gotten if you had run normal 
and heroic. But if you run normal before heroic, then heroic will drop a diminished amount. So the total amount would be the same if you go normal heroic or just heroic. Okay. Well, that's a good clarification. That'll probably save some players a whole bunch of extra time trying to maximize yeah. their drops. Yeah. And then on top of this, apparently there was a bug. They said, quote, uh, there was a data error calculating um, their, their drops the first week. Uh, but they have a fix in place and it should be functioning at the beginning of, of well, now this week. Yeah, we'd be we're today, I assume. Recording on Monday. Today or tomorrow, whenever a patch hits. It says, to avoid impacting players who have already killed the bosses, we're fixing it at the beginning of the week, starting with next week's raid reset. So when I don't know when that happens. That's soon, right? Yeah. But basically, PSA for our raiders out there, if you're a baller and uh, you're ready to just jump straight in, you know, both feet first into heroic eternal palace, ju- just do that. You don't have to go do normal for more aqueous reliquaries. That is good. Um, they also went on to say the first three ranks are obtained by combining aqueous relic. I can't say it. <laughs> Acu- aqueous. A- aqueous. Aqueous reliquary. It See, sounds like you're, dude, I feel like Hermione correcting you in one class. Oh, I may as well be saying moist over and over. I hate these words. <laughs> I hate them. Anyway, oh, uh, they drop. Sorry, these items uh, that drop from. Well, the, the, the new the new essences. Uh, basically, you're going to need these reliquaries right. to rank these essences up because the first three ranks are going to require these reliquaries. The fourth rank, which is a final one, you can't get with the reliquaries, but it's a cos- it's basically cosmetic only and it's a mythic only drop from uh, from Azara. So these are, I mean, in layman's terms. This uh, patches version of a thing to grind, and also uh, so that when things when bosses drop, you're not getting nothing but gold. You're getting other things too. I mean, that's what I see these as. So I understand the need to rank up. I understand that you have to have a mechanism to get there. That's what these are. But at the end of the day, you'll be grinding for these, and it'll make you feel better about uh, when you double pump a boss who dies, and all he gives you is gold because now you'll get these as well. Good job. Level up those essences. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about hunters. Oh, we haven't had a hunter talk in a long time. I wonder if I still have that. Yeah, man. Clip. That was my original main. I don't remember my... Night Elf Hunter. Let's see if I have that clip. Hold on. It's been so long. I don't... It's been a couple of computers ago. Hunter yeah, talk. Got to unearth that one. Yeah. It looks like I don't have it out handy. But um, anyway, let's do that. But let's do it in a classic sort of way. There have been lots of bugs and stuff centered around hunters in particular. If you remember... And I certainly do. Hunters were, as much as everybody thought they were kind of the easy race or the easy class to choose, um, they were also complicated in lots of little ways, um, little tiny things that that affected what happened. You had a pet to worry about. Pet management alone is already kind of a thing you have to, to deal with in class structure. But when it came to hunters, they had to feed their pets. They had uh, minimum range issues. You could, at the back in the day, uh, carry a secondary weapon that would basically make it so you could melee when things got too close. And you had to buy arrows and all the stuff everybody knows about. You also used mana. It was just kind of a mess. And I'm not surprised at all to hear that a large part of bug reports are coming from hunters. Not shocked. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what's not a bug, though. Yeah, yeah. They, they essentially, like, and I, I cut this down. There's a lot more here. Um, but they, they posted a list of things that are not a bug, things that are a bug and are already fixed or a fix has been written and will come to the to classic shortly, even though the beta is not currently going, uh, or ones that are still known issues and they haven't fixed. Okay, let me ask you this one. I'm a hunter. 
Mm-hmm. The dead zone. The dead zone seems wrong to me, and not consistent with the reference client. Is that a bug? No, it is consistent with the reference client. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, I get this right because we're not used to having a dead zone anymore. Um, I mean, this this is like twofold, right? Like hunters in current WoW, unless you're survival, don't have a bow and a melee weapon. Right. But they did back in my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there was a dead zone between when you were at range to use your bow and when you were close enough to smack them with your melee weapon. And that was the dead zone. That means you just couldn't attack. You weren't close enough to swing with a sword, but you weren't far enough away to take a shot with an arrow. And uh, apparently this was getting reported as a bug a lot. And it isn't. It's working 100% as intended and is consistent with the reference client, which is what they go and they check on uh, to make sure that everything is accurate to how original Vanilla WoW behaved. Seems like they get a lot of these. For example, uh, traps can sometimes not be triggered if a player moves over them very quickly, i.e. a warrior's charge ability. This behavior is consistent with the reference client, meaning that's how it was back in the day. I distinctly remember watching a warrior charge over my frost trap and cussing at my 4x3 monitor. Yeah. Oh my gosh, 4x3. I th- what's the first monitor you played on? What size? Back in the day. I would have been a, I mean it would have been a 4x3. I have no idea what the resolution was, but it was an, it was one of those old IBM CRTs, like 17 um, inch, 20 inch. Oh, cry. It definitely wasn't a 20 inch. 15 no probably. Way. 15s were very probably popular. Probably a 15. Yeah. Um cuz we would have gotten the oh, the first family computer we had I had played on an Apple II before this, but that was like really rare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like over at my rich friend's house. Yeah, um, yeah this would have been like ninety two, ninety three, maybe when our family got their first computer. Yeah, it sounds right. Because yeah, been, I, I'm, yeah, fifteen, I'm fourteen. Sure it was, inch it was that you know that that plastic that turns yellow very quickly and then stays that shade of yellow forever. Yep, the beige beige cases and and bezels, mm-hmm. and you had. Uh, mm-hmm. Gosh, that would have been probably. 46 maybe 92 i yeah yeah to put this into um context for everybody i beat the original uh dark forces shooter without a sound card good lord because a sound card was optional and we didn't have it <laughs> did it just do so a lot of times with those games if you didn't have the sound card and you weren't doing midi or whatever it would do beeps and stuff from the from the system board did it, did it do that while you were playing that one didn't but i remember i had a real janky ninja turtles game that did exactly what you're describing <laughs> That's so bad <laughs> I remember that too, and I remember thinking, "I'm getting a sound card. This is the worst. Where's that sound blaster? Two hundred dollars hard earned. Two hundred dollars later, there it was." Well, anyway, uh, let's see what else we got. Auto shot does not make a sound when cast. The animation of Hunter's Mark is uh, uh, and certain other abilities during. Yeah, or I say during. Sorry, cast during the animation of Hunter's Mark and other abilities. Again, work as, in, as intended. Just feels wrong because you're not used to it. Uh, Scatter shot, wyvern sting, and freezing trap share diminishing returns. I did not remember this. Apparently, this was a thing. I feel like I this know. was a thing later and not... I don't know why this would... Like, they're Vanilla. three very unrelated effects. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hilarious. I don't remember that, though. I remember that being a thing later. I remember talking about it in BC or maybe later. I don't remember it being a thing in Vanilla, but I guess it well, was. Well, you may have been talking about it in BC because maybe that's when they fixed it. I honestly do not remember. Uh, but But the idea was, if I was casting a Frost Trap, uh, I guess they were frost then, yeah. And I'm trying to freeze dudes. If I did it too much, they just started ignoring it, which really sucked in uh, a raid environment because I couldn't do CC like everybody, or I couldn't do it as often as I'd like to do it. 
because you would have, like I say, the the mobs would start to go, eh, I don't, I don't care about your frost trap, and it would start ignoring it, or it would only proc so many other times or whatever, and they had longer cooldowns. Like, it was bad, but I don't remember them sharing it so that if I mm-hmm. used two frost traps and then later a snake trap, the snake trap was being cast under those, you know, diminished returns i didn't know that well i don't think it did it's these three things that are that are oh well maybe they probably did because they were traps but the, yeah these three seemingly un unrelated abilities share a diminished return which is just odd yeah also wyvern um, sting was a trap no it's not that's why i think that's why this is getting reported as a bug because oh. scattershot not a trap wyvern sting not a trap <laughs> but it shared that diminishing returns with traps though that's crazy both scattershot mm-hmm. and wyvern sting Mm-hmm. I don't remember yeah, that. that Maybe I, that's, I was, that's the whole point. Is they're just seemingly unrelated. I wasn't um, trying hard enough to notice, I think. Yeah. And while we're on the subject of trap, the last one that is not a bug, even though it's getting reported as one, is that uh, hunt, uh, Frost Trap, the ground effect of it, will break players out of stealth. That is working as intended. That happened in Vanilla World of Warcraft. <laughs> I don't remember that either. I, it's so funny, the stuff I don't remember. But obviously, they're getting this all the time so here are the hey, confirmed the trap is yeah. so cold it slows you down it would probably break your sense of concentration and make you less stealthy sure i mean stealth they, there's a lot of leeway with stealth as it is but you're right <laughs> well uh, it has been confirmed since the 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 thrall cinematic that rogues are just magically stealthy yeah and it's not just a, a gaming convention yep and also uh uh what's his name uh, Sourfang is pretty good at grabbing a head in the middle of nowhere and breaking it. Yep. Doesn't have to actually um, You want to hear one of the funniest bugs that apparently they're fixing very soon? Mm. Uh, Crocolis pets apparently cause noticeable <laughs> server lag when they are summoned. <laughs> Why? What? What is that Who about? knows? <laughs> but I found this so amusing. But wait, oh, it's, but they see it as a bug and they're going to fix it. This isn't one of the intended. Like yes, no, no, okay. We're now moving on to the, the they have a confirmed fit. It's already fixed or a fix is, is, is ready to be added to the game whenever they run their next course of updates. This next one, um, I think, still happens. Feign death has not immediately dropped the hunter from combat in a battleground. I feel like that's still true. Like I bug or not, whatever it is, it shouldn't be. Maybe that's just a lag. <laughs> that's a latency thing then. Cause I'll drop, this will happen actually with mobs too. I'll hit, I have mine tied to a key. It's F for feign death. Mm-hmm. I hope it's sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not that funny. I do this exact same thing. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people do, but anyway, I'll hit that. And if I hit it and then too quickly get up, it didn't work. The effect is gone. They don't, they don't think I died. I have I mean, to stay I, I there. I don't know what the exact parameters are for dropping combat but uh i mean there's other factors like your pet still being in combat and whatnot that's true yeah why chat i'm saying wyvern sting was a survival talent yes it was now it's just like a replenish stuff deal Hmm. or whatever you want to call it anyway uh, a few others in here multiple instances of hunter mark can be applied to a target that is true uh, and will be fixed. Yeah, they're going to fix that. Uh, hunters are uh, are unable to cancel an animation associated with placing a trap by moving. That would be super annoying, and I'm glad this is getting fixed. Yeah, I'm glad that's a bug and not a intended thing. Um, this act- next one is super cool. Yeah, but it's a bug. And we'll tell be me fixed. about this one since you love your night elf hunter so much. <laughs> so apparently, there there was a bug uh, at the end of the beta that uh, if a night elf uh, activated their shadow meld, this is their racial stealth. Um, at the exact same time that Eyes of the Beast was cast, or sorry, that the Eyes of the Beast cast completed, it would give that player uh, control over pet movement without snapping to the pet's point of view. Oh, 
So, so like, you wouldn't be in pet view, but you could like, <laughs> like an RC car control your pet. <laughs> Wait a minute. I want that bug back. Put that one back in. <laughs> that sounds that's like a great little hilarious. toy. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. All right. Wouldn't expect that. Also says training pets may cause your client to become unresponsive. So if you're out there Certainly going, glad they're fixing that. Yep. You may uh, lock up your, uh, your system. So they're fixing that as well. Tell me yep, about yep, all the yep. still known issues, because obviously those are ones they're working on. What are, what are our known issues at the moment? I mean, some of them are boring, but, but one of them just reminds me of there being a unhappy in a happy state for your pets. And it's, it's because uh, there's still a known issue where if the pet died while the hunter was in a battleground, uh, they are resurrected into an unhappy state when the battleground ends. <laughs> oh, wow. So dying in a battleground really uh, really rubs the pets the wrong way, apparently. <laughs> this is apparently a bug and needs to be fixed, but it, they don't actually have a fix ready yet. Depre- uh, just really a depressing uh, experience for those pets, and we should probably... <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, once again reminded of the happiness system, and I'm looking forward to seeing... I think it was like... It was a frog oh, icon, wasn't it? I yeah. think it was like an unhappy frog. Something. It was... Well, now that you say that, what was that? Was it a I'm frog? pretty sure it was a frog icon. It was like a 20-pixel by 20-pixel frog icon, and there was like if it was red, it was like unhappy. If it was yellow, it was like a straight face, like no, it had had no opinion. And if it was happy, it was green and had the smiley face. It's like an uh, an ugly low resolution twitchy moat is what it looked like. That thing. Actually, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Yeah, and it just yeah. kind of sat there and would turn. City and in the chat room says it looked like Slippy from Star Fox. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Did it really? That's exactly what it looked like. I kind of need to go look at it again. I don't remember it. <laughs> I remember it being there, and I remember when it was orange, I'd be pissed, and I was always trying to overfeed my damn animal. But you were playing Star Fox wrong, by the way. If you didn't just light Slippy up every time you could shoot at him, dude, Slippy rocks. Slippy was the worst. Well, the worst, but the best because he's the worst. Uh, let's <laughs> see. That's it for that. Known issues. Oh yeah, we're talking about that aspect of the pack will sometimes attempt to apply itself to mounted party members. Yep, and nobody wants that. No. In fact, no, because you would you would get dazed. Yeah, man. people hated you for the for that aspect ability. of the days. Yeah, aspect of the days. Exactly. There's a reason that all got changed. The but, only thing uh, that was worse is if you turned water walking on uh, while you, everyone was falling into uh, it took a long fall into water. Yeah, and you just killed everybody. Or if you're all trying to run around the corner or something to do some sort of city raid, and somebody turns on water walking while you while or no turns it off while you're out there running. And now you're just in the middle of nowhere. And <laughs> yeah, you that's swim. the opposite. That's when you hate for them to turn off water walking. Freaking yeah. hate those guys. No matter what, uh, I hate them. Uh, the old days of trolling. Yeah, those are good times. Here's uh, some, my favorite that still yeah. happens to me sometimes is when you get the running jump off the cliff at the beginning of Eye of the Storm yeah. and uh, someone just throws slow fall on you and you just go so much further than you expected. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you like end up falling off the cliff into the twisting another. That that's, still happens. That still happens. Still happens. Huh. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, you know, there's, a, there's something, you know, there's a, cheek, uh, a cheeky priest. Just just looking at you like, oh, I see you. I see you. you're going to jump right at the beginning. I'm, I'm getting ready. I've got my hockey. Let's do this. This is kind of an interesting point. Like maybe vanilla becomes the return of the game itself, uh, helping the player truly troll other people instead of it just being, you know, I feel like the game's tightened itself up in that regard. Um, yeah, but it's also added things like, uh, like I forget, I almost forget what it's actually called, but life grip for priests. That wasn't oh, yeah. in vanilla. And yeah. that's. I still get trolled by life grip constantly. It's true. You can get trolled in Heroes of the Storm now with Anduin if he's not doing it right. That thing can mm-hmm. be super annoying. You can also save your ass. So next time I'm playing a game and a bunch of randos are wondering why I don't use it very much, it's because it has an 84-second cooldown until I get to <laughs> and a yes, 20. Twi- yes, Tween in the chat room. Yes, you can click off slow fall. But when it happens about once every two years to me, I kind of right. forget that I can do that. Right. 
That's the best kind of trolling is when it barely happens. When it does, <laughs> catches you off guard, man. Well, anyway, yeah. that's uh, kind of the state of things for uh, for Hunters. What's going on with Classic? Regular WoW, you know, it's pumping along. Stuff's happening. There's a cool new um, cinematic out. I would not watch it if you don't want to be spoiled or if you want to be there in the raid when Ashara goes down so you can see how that all goes. Uh, it's a little bit mysterious. I don't really know what's happening. I think I have kind of an idea, but it's uh, it's cool and worth seeing. You probably heard at the top of the show I played a little clip from it. Uh, nothing spoilery, but... Uh, Anyway, that's the thing we also got this week. Outside of that, not a ton. So today, we're going to have some fun. We always have fun. But here's how we're going to really have fun. Yes, as opposed to last week. Yes. It was arduous and boring. It was very boring and terrible. That's today's theme, I guess. I don't know where I got that. Oh, that's from that's a Zandalar um, zone sound that I like. So I captured it. Anyway, hey, uh, we're going to do emails and a call, and we're going to take your calls. If you are desirous to call in, you can. The number is 801-471-0462. This obviously is for people listening live right now. You at home do not have this option. Although if you do call that number, it'll leave a voicemail, so you can do that as well. But anyway, that is 801-471-0462. The lines are open. Feel free to call. I will also read emails, and I'm going to start with from uh, this one, Polly G. Isn't that a guy on like a... uh, uh, the Jersey Shore show. Somebody named Polly G. It sure sounds like it. Or maybe a, a Sopranos character or something. <laughs> I can't. I can't I think. Know. Anyway, uh, I have no, multiple Pollys in my life, and they've all been from New Jersey. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Uh, here it is. Uh, hi guys, wondering if you are as curious as I am as to why there's been no further info or dates or anything about Diablo Immortal since BlizzCon. Seems really weird to me. Says Polly G. Does it? Does it seem weird to you? Well, I mean, it's weird in a vacuum. It's not weird given the response it got, given the hailstorm that has been, you know, sort of frustrated Blizzard sentiment toward that product in particular and other things in general since then. So I'm not surprised. I I think they have to take a real careful look about, you know, what they're going to do. Like when the game's ready... I would just launch it when it's ready. I don't think we need the hype build up. We don't need people talking about it. It's just going to annoy people. Um, it's a specific. It's just a unique problem with Blizzard, I, and I, I want to make sure I, I say that today because there are a lot of companies who could talk your ear off about their mobile game coming that you're used to getting other sort of core games from, and they've got a mobile project, and it would be fine. But the fact that Blizzard announced it the way they did at BlizzCon, which was a very tone deaf approach. I think they know that too now. Um, I think that it's just different coming from them. And if they got out in front of it now going, get ready to load up your phone and I I think they would be doing themselves a disservice just PR wise. So I think they're very carefully working away at it, working with their Chinese partners on it. Come out when it's ready and when it's ready, we'll hear about it. Uh, What do you think? You think so? Uh, Yes. Um, I, I, I think obviously they learned their lesson mm-hmm. from BlizzCon 2018 uh, that this is not, um, I, I don't know. It's not a cornerstone for hype. This is not something on which hype can be built. Right. Uh, I, I still really believe that um, if they wanted to announce this ahead of time, they should have done it in the middle of the ceremony and not saved it for the end, that that would have helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, beyond that, Personally, if I could be a revisionist history and historian, 
uh, or, or go back in time and, and call all of the shots for how this would be handled. Uh, I would not speak a word until it's ready and announce it and release it in the exact same moment. Just yeah. be like, this is Diablo Immortal. Also, it's on your phones right now because that would have been dope. We all would have downloaded it at BlizzCon. We all would have been playing it there yep. and making friends and just having fun with it. And it would have been fine. Um, just the wrong beyond approach. that, I don't. It's just not, you know, it's not. It, they got to be weird with Hearthstone. And I think it worked because it was such a massive departure from anything they had done in the past. With Diablo Immortal, it is very close to the Diablo that we all know and love. It is a top down isometric action game. Yeah. But it's on your phones. Yeah. And also, yeah. you know, Hearthstone had the advantage of coming out on the PC before phones. Phones was like, a, and it's coming to mobile later, which is an exciting sounding thing. Yes. When you're yes, talking about a, a card, you're game. absolutely right. And they didn't announce it at BlizzCon; they announced that at a PAX. Yeah, which is a, like there's all these all these things to point to. Bunch of so, factors, exactly. Yeah, it's like again, I just don't I don't see anything wrong with Immortal inherently. I'm personally not the, a huge mobile game player. Uh, right. I don't like playing things on my phone if I don't have to. Um, but I played Immortal; it's fine. It controlled really well. It looks really good. It looks and feels like Diablo. I'm probably not going to play a lot of it myself, but I think it's fine. It's yeah. just not a big... Yeah. It was a quiet year. They saved it for the end. They <laughs> they did not uh, they did not handle the 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 the, the backlash uh, in the in the best of ways, even though I still feel bad for the Diablo guy. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh, we have someone on the phone. Hi, who's this? Hey, hello, it's Scott. Hey, Scott. Scott. What's going on, Scott? Where are you from, Scott? California, Southern California, Fan. Blizzard. Uh, I'm a lure for real in the chat. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it's good, it's good to hear your voice. We always see your name in there. It's nice to match it up. Yeah, I call now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicting emotions here. Uh, I love the show, though, but I am on a WoW-cation slash Blizzard-cation. Mm. Um, it's BFA and WoW. I love the story and I love the game, but I, about two months ago, I, stared at the launcher for an hour and said, why am I doing this? And <laughs> the BFA, the, the last patch came out and I, I updated the game and I stared at the launcher for an hour and I said, <laughs> no, I understand your feeling. I, I totally get it. Like this is a, this is a thing that comes up on the show a lot. Uh, thanks for your call. We'll answer it here while we wait for another one. Um, I, I'm not staring at the launcher for an hour, Garrett, but I am getting into the game walking around a little bit and then going, Oh, I don't know. I could probably, I probably could do something. I, I am in that mode right now, but this is always where I'm at at this stage of the game. It's always this point in this patch cycle where I just start kind of falling off no matter what expansion we're in. So I don't even know if this is that different than usual. Um, except maybe I was feeling it a little early, but I just can't as much as we've talked about this and I know you're, you're on a different level than I am in terms of this patch, but I just, 8.2 is just not doing it for me the way I'd hoped it would. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week, um, too. So I don't really I don't really have anything new to add other than that it's it's supernatural. Like, <laughs> I go through the same ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes I switch to other Blizzard games. Sometimes I switch to other non-Blizzard games. Um, but, you know, I'm always bouncing between the tri the, the The holy trinity for me is WoW, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm. Right. I yeah. bounce between those three pretty regularly. There are times where I'm playing all three kind of equally, but there's 
more often than not times where I'm playing one more than the other two. Yeah, same. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And uh, so I don't have anything prolific to add to this because I don't think it's anything new. I think most World of Warcraft players run into this. Oh, yeah. Well, and, I would say the, the large there's a large majority that do. There's a chunk who never are gone. They're always in. They're in every day. They can't wait to get what's new. They're 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 carving out every possible nook and cranny of the game, and that's awesome and great. And I just I I love that those guys exist. I'm just I'm just not that guy. Like I'm at this point where I kind of want to know what's next at the stage, and by next I mean next expansion, next next thing WoW wants to do to 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 be you know to keep its reign or whatever um there's also kind of a weird resurgence not weird i don't know if it's even resurgence but there's a lot of chatter and talk in blizzard circles right now people who are now dipping their toes in or playing hardcore uh, final fantasy 14 appears to be kind of the the hot thing to do while you're while you're feeling low on world of warcraft and um more than more than the usual second mmo kind of thing like a lot of people just straight up saying yeah this is my new mmo i'm playing this now that's a little different than usual. It's also kind of just unusual to see that happen at all. Um, I don't know what that means in actual raw numbers, but I'd love to see what current, you know, FF14 versus WoW subscription numbers are. And we're never going to get that, but that'd be, uh, I'd be seriously curious about that. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Ian from Salt Lake City. Hey, man. Well, uh, home, what was I going to say? Well, you're calling from here, so that makes you cooler than everybody else, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes, it does. <laughs> I go by obtuse, obtuse. I'm right there in the chat. Nice, man. Hey, what's uh, what's on your mind? So uh, my question is, there's a division among the classic fans citing old school RuneScape. Yeah. The aesthetic of continuing the classic experience in all the ways the expansions have not, like with more raids, more cool legendary things to acquire and craft over really long quest lines and timelines, just cool things they could add to the game. Like, I would love to get more dungeons, raiding, crafting, epic quests, because only the Priest of the Hunter and the Thunder Fury are in there as of now. Listeners in the classic uh, instance were asking about the Ashbringer on the classic episode. So mm-hmm. my question is, how likely is it do you think that Blizzard will extend that gameplay? and uh, add new content and updates? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I hadn't thought about it this way, Garrett, because in our heads it's always like, oh, when do they move to Wrath? When do they move to BC? The, yeah, like, it, it's so funny that that caller had that question because do you know you know who I got together with on uh, Friday night? Who's that? Got together with our, our, our buddy Andrew Allen. Oh, Andrew Allen, music-making uh, jazz musician genius Andrew yeah. Allen. Yeah, yeah. we, uh, we met at a... a a dope brewery in central Florida because I was out there uh, buying a, a wheel off of someone off of a Facebook marketplace. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Andrew, I'm in your backyard. Let's go get a beer. And uh, we spent the entire time talking about World of Warcraft. Wow. And he basically like brought up the exact same point, which is that he he's hoping that they eventually add new things to wow classic things that weren't in vanilla but uh either in the way of a whole new like splinter timeline of different expansions that aren't bc wrath lich king so on and so forth but uh completely different like from the ground up ideas on how to expand off of wow classic while while staying true to the old school gameplay loop yeah, so what you're really suggesting is, hey, there's a new 40-man raid, 
and it's called this and it's set out wherever and it's it's the aesthetic of classic and the mechanics of classic and it's doesn't really affect the overall you know we're not in a different timeline here we're just saying hey there's more stuff to do uh, a new cave opened up and it turns out there's a giant beetle in there that wants to eat everybody or whatever here's your new content like that's an interesting take i hadn't considered i don't know how old school old school runescape is doing it um but if that's what they're doing, I could see why that would drive a lot of people. Actually, it would drive yeah, me more. I, I would, I'd be more I, interested. My, my gut reaction is that I think it's extremely unlikely this happens. Yeah. But I don't care because this is such a fun thing to wrap my brain around and 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 play in the sandbox. Yeah. Um, because I think it would be cool. I think it'd be really cool if they did that. Um, but the the thing is is they've they've taken a lot of time and effort to really drive home the messaging that their goal with classic is to make it 100% an accurate representation of what vanilla world of Warcraft was right. And to not stray from that, even as far as what lantern light color was in the gnome area. Like they're really going hardcore about this. It it reminds me so much of like the, the whole like car restoration scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh man. I wonder Um, about that. Is there a comparison you'd say? Oh, totally. Like if you're into like numbers matching car resto, like that's what anytime they talk about wow classic, like that's why I find it so fascinating because it's so deep and nerdy. Like, Hmm. In what they're like, oh no! Like they, again, if you haven't watched the Wow the Wow Classic panel from BlizzCon 2018, it was, as far as I'm concerned, the crown jewel of BlizzCon 2018. Not that there was a lot of competition; it was an off year for sure. However, I don't know that Wow Q and A was pretty strong, man. There's some good stuff yeah, up there. Okay, Captain Bias. <laughs> seriously it, it, like i haven't missed the blizzcon since 2010 yeah. and i think the wow classic panel is one of the best blizzcon panels i have ever watched out of all the ones you've been to that's crazy yeah that's it was great. just so interesting it was such a fun deep dive it, it, it was like equal parts history lesson but also just a deep dive in the game development hmm. because they're they're having they're having to do both because yeah. they, they don't have a perfect uh, slate to work from uh, they have to recreate this. So they're having to build new things, even though they're old things, but they're having to match it uh, perfectly to the way things used to be. And I just, I just find that so fascinating. It's like, it's like, you know, I don't know. We like watching our, our, our mutual friend, Bill Duran, mm-hmm. build perfect replicas of movie weapons and video game weapons. And it's fascinating. Yep. Um, so I, I really get into all of that. I love the making of anything and, and that the, the making of wild classic panel from, from last year was just super rad. Mm-hmm. And, so because of that, anyway, that's a, that's a really long-winded uh, compliment to that panel uh, way of saying there's a, they, they really seem interested in making this faithful and keeping it that way. So if they ever did decide to expand upon WoW Classic in ways that isn't just BC Classic, Wrath of Lich King Classic, which, you know, which is adding new things, I think they'd have to roll it off on its own server. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. don't think they could just add it to WoW Classic as is because as cool as it is, I think there's a lot of players out there that what they want is an, as authentic an experience as possible and they don't want it messed with. I mean, BC, Wrath Lich King, all the way up till Modern World of Warcraft where maybe things are not the way we would like them to be. It's it's not perfect. Maybe it has been oversimplified in certain ways. All, we got there because of... Mm-hmm. of an evolution and thinking from, from vanilla world of Warcraft. Yeah. Um, 
So I think it'd be super rad. Uh, but if they did, I think they'd have to spin it off on its own standalone server. Hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's Chris, Connecticut. Hey, Chris from Connecticut. It's nice to have you. What's on your mind? Hey, um, I don't know. I just like these sort of hypotheticals kind of questions. Um, and I think about this a lot. If there were some game franchises that you know of now that you would love to see handled by another studio, what would they be? For oh, example, man. I look at the world of Fallout, and yeah. I would love to see anybody but Bethesda do that <laughs> because I don't enjoy picking up coffee cups right. <laughs> and fans and turning them into parts. Yeah. Sorry about the dog. No, 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 you're fine. I, I, That's a great <laughs> question, and it's kind of fun because we don't get to do these very often. Um, by the way, the answer to that is probably give it to Obsidian again because they made a really good – they made the best Fallout game ever, which was New Vegas. I freaking love that game, but – uh i don't know like a game game like um like i wouldn't mind i've always said i want to see blizzard's take on a skyrim sized experience not to invoke bethesda again but you know something that big and massive and detailed and and whatever even set it in azeroth if you have to but i would i'd love to see that um but i think his question garrett is more like what current franchise would you rather see would you like to see another developer pick up and like run with what would you what would you say so I'm essentially taking an IP from one developer and giving it to a different developer? Yeah, someone you think can do better or make it awesome or whatever. Oh, man, I don't know. That's, uh, it's hard, right? Yeah, I'd, I would need some time to think about like like, like uh, I mean, I want every that? racing game made... Well, actually, I may have changed my tone on this, but it used to be I wanted everyone who ever worked on uh, Burnout Paradise to make every racing game ever again, but I think Forza Horizon 4 has changed my tune i think those guys oh are- dude i i would love for um i would absolutely love for playground games to just get the need for speed license because oh. ea is trashing it <laughs> yeah that's a good one see there you uh, go i, I yeah because because forza scratches almost every itch i need to be scratched for cars except for like ridiculous fast and the furious customization mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have a, they, i need more body kits and neons under my car scott yeah I don't we all though at the end of the day. But yeah, um I mean I again I, I I've already mentioned how many times on this I just want any StarCraft game that isn't an RTS. Like I don't yeah. I don't care if you if you want to like give me retro graphics and a grid-based tactics game a la Into the Breach but StarCraft I'll play that Dude. or AAA third person first person I don't give a darn just I don't Get care me either. More yeah. things set in the StarCraft universe because it is such a strong fiction. It's such a cool universe. Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, you know the other impression. One of the impressions I got from the Metzen interviews, the more recent ones I did, I kept sensing a sense of not sadness, but a disappointment that he that that StarCraft didn't reach further. Uh, and by further, I mean outside of its RTS roots and do something else. And I really, yeah, really, I, I, really wish they would. And I, I wish that canceled project would happen. I wish I was playing that. <laughs> I wish that was being announced this year. Like, I don't care. I'm the same as you. I don't care what they do. More StarCraft that's not an RTS, please. Yeah. It's not yeah, going to happen. Uh, I'll take another StarCraft RTS happily, by the way. But Oh, I would uh, too. I would really, We're not going to turn it down. I, I, I want to see more of that universe from a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, here's an email from a listener. They go by Fra Min on a on a Huawei phone. Fra Fra Min. Anyway, so hello, instance, longtime fan. English is not my native language, so sorry in advance. That's all right; it's barely mine. 
Uh, it would be awesome to have a new documentary regarding the conception of the entire process of the making of WoW. Been listening to the Countdown to Classic podcast where the hosts talk in various episodes to pre uh, sorry to previous WoW developers about the history of the game and the makings of it. As a history nerd, I love the documentaries that is out there, Blizzard Retrospective, LFG, etc. But in the recent months regarding Classic and the Countdown to Classic uh, podcast, they are so much more into... Uh, there's so much more to be told. Uh, just take John Stott's book for one example. He wants to come on the show. I need to talk to him. We should get him on here. He's the one that did that uh, kick, that huge Kickstarter for um, what's the name of the book? Oh, I know. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, all the yeah, background the on making wow and all the stuff. <laughs> the one where the do. cover looks like a textbook from like yeah. It looks <laughs> the whole thing history. looks a little bit like your math teacher needs to check if you bought it or not. And if you I, I, my my buddy has it, and I was flipping through the other day, and it is wildly fascinating. It's so super I interesting. To, uh, I yeah. need to get my own copy. I'll bet I I bet um, we can still get him in here. He he was when he was first publishing, he was so busy getting it done that we didn't have a chance. But I think we're in a different place now. But anyway, hmm. uh, he says he thinks it would be a missed opportunity not to make this, uh, since it really is the greatest game ever made in his opinion. And perhaps I could make more people interested in jumping back in. What's your thought about this? Looking forward to hearing more great episodes from you guys. Have listened to all your episodes and love it. Have a nice weekend. All right. First of all, from in your English is fine. Secondly, yeah, man. I mean, I'm um, a giant. By the way, giant, uh, yeah. that bit at the end is not this writer's name. That is Polish for sent from my mobile phone. Oh, well, it's Polish. <laughs> I assume Chinese because of the stupid manufacturer, but I know Huawei is everywhere. So I shouldn't assume that I, it was a dumb assumption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I believe that is Polish. <laughs> From um, in. so the you didn't you didn't get this this listener's name. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny now that I think about it. Oops. All right. Well, because uh, you're right, the send has a T, so it's like sent from. Yeah, that's yeah. I screwed Except that up. from my brand name, mobile telephone. Nice job. Uh, anyway, uh, my point was, I mean, oh, I'm a giant documentary fan of all kinds. I love documentaries. I love uh, gaming. I'd love when they come together, and it doesn't happen often enough. Um, so, yes, 100% with them. Would love a big comprehensive doc. The problem is, this is just my own uh, hesitation on this, is that Blizzard likes to control the narrative. And they really like to control that internally. And as much as I like things that they make internally and will watch them and certainly consume them, I'm less interested in that than I would be an outside perspective, some sort of gaming journalist to go in there uh, and, and and do a big documentary that's that's all, it's everything, warts and all. And I don't know if Blizzard ever lets that happen. So yeah, I mean, Blizzard already thing. kind of did their own... I mean, it wasn't so much a documentary as it was kind of a celebration, but there is like, it's like an hour long. Yeah, I'm in that damn you know, thing. For the, for the te- yeah, I am so too. So are you. For yeah, we're both in there. We both have butts the, in that thing, sitting in seats. It's great. Yeah, for the, the 10th anniversary of World of Warcraft. And yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I would expect Blizzard to do. It's kind of this giant celebration. Um, yeah, I would really like <laughs> an impartial uh, third party to do this documentary. Yeah. Um, someone who could who could get access to official sources um, but they, they uh, then they, they would go and collect info from current and past Blizzard employees. Yeah, and the problem with that is there are a lot of Blizzard employees, current and past, that would be terrified to talk off the record or on the record without the blessing of Blizzard. And so it's a, it's messy, I think. And I'm not I don't mean anything like nefarious here. I just mean Blizzard is for good or ill, very protective of their product, very protective of their people, and protective of their processes. 
So they don't want to just lay that out there. Um, this isn't like a post-mortem where Blizzard doesn't exist and now we can talk about it. So they're going to be resistant to that sort of thing, I think. I could be wrong, but I think that they would be less than less than excited to do that and would be more willing to do their own, which again, I would happily consume, but I'm with Garrett. I would like a non-partial take. Like I would want, yeah. I would like you want with anything. Like that's a doc. That's yeah. what a documentary is for. Otherwise, I'm watching an infomercial. Like give me a, you know, a documentary where some third party is taking a hard look at a, an issue any day over something that's that's just cleaned up. I don't, I don't want that. And everywhere is good. By the way, everywhere is complicated. Everywhere is hard. Everywhere is tricky. Everywhere's got their ups and ups and downs. Blizzard's no different. And certainly in the last year, if we've learned anything, it's that you know, yeah, they've got their. They've got their scars like the rest of us. Um, hey, dude, if, if Bethesda is allowed to talk about their mobile games and not get yelled at, they're only allowed to do it if they insert six We're Making This For You mini documentaries <laughs> in the middle of their E3 talk. So, <laughs> Yeah, right? Oh, those guys. People should be madder at Bethesda than they are. Yeah, I, I don't think they should be madder. I think we should just tell them that they're stupid because okay. that was stupid. Fair enough. <laughs> that was really silly, and they weren't fooling anybody. Fair enough. Good point. You don't need to get mad about that. Everyone gets mad about everything nowadays. I'm just sick of it. Like yeah. that was that's just the kind of thing where it's like that is pure like open the floodgates for trolley riffs on Bethesda's uh presentation. All it's, true. It's fine. All Have true. Fun. Have fun, everybody. Here's uh one from oh by the way, I hadn't heard of this countdown to classic show. That sounds cool. Uh, Neither have I. Uh yeah. it's really rad. That yeah. sounds good job, whoever's good. doing that. Yeah. I, I, I bet Patrick is their number one guest. <laughs> Probably, right? Hello, this yeah, is he's so excited for it. Uh, all right, moving on to, let's see, this one from Spiky Chris. He's on Bloodscalp EU, and he says this. Hello, Scott and all. I've been listening with interest to your discussion about auto chess and how Blizzard could use, whoops, I had to click that, could use HOTS to make their own. I'm a little bit surprised, however, that no one seems to be mentioning World of Warcraft. WoW already has the pet battle system with its 10 different families, and they could make an auto chess game mode in the WoW engine. There is really, uh, sorry, there is already even a chess event in the game in Karazhan. That's true. And it controls like butt. It's terrible. Terrible. The fact it's that, I mean, horrible. we were okay with it because. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. You remember when you were complaining about the auto chess mod? Yeah. You want the auto chess mod to seem like the best designed gameplay ever? <laughs> play the Karazhan chess event and then go play the auto chess mod in Dota 2. You're going to be like, oh my God, this is the greatest made video game of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Chris isn't crazy here. That's that's certainly the case, and and I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> to see like a, a like a fun little wink and nod auto chess quest at some point. Um, what kind of a la the Plants vs Zombies quest out in the uh, farms that that was added like after Cataclysm, I mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. That sounds right. Um, <laughs> but I, I really doubt they're going to add like their own their own game mode. If it was its own standalone thing and they used the WoW engine, sure, why not? But if they if they buried it in World of Warcraft, like like pet battles are, then they're not going to contest the field. No, because you'd have to load, you'd have to subscribe and load into WoW like to play this game. It wouldn't be the same. Now, if he's saying break this out on its own and have it a launchable thing that's all kind of contained in itself and it's just WoW themed and uses assets and animation and all that. That's different, and I could see that as being possible. Um, but I still think that they would be more interested in taking all the franchise heroes, which they have all the assets, animations, voice, everything done uh, for Heroes of the Storm, pulling that out and using it for auto chess is the thing that they would do if they were going to do this at all. Because the other 
the other options. I mean, it's just not the same. Like, wow, doing it in WoW stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong, but graphically, anyway, I think people would prefer what they'd get out of. Uh, yeah, out of yeah. I mean, Chris might Chris Chris might just be saying that this is cool mm-hmm. and would be cool to have in game versus this would uh, be a competitor. Uh, it would have to be standalone to be a competitor, right? Real quick, I got to call Sidian out. He says to be sh- uh, to be fair, the Karazhan chess encounter was made like twelve years ago. No, we're not saying it was good then, and we've now just gotten so past it that now we see that it's bad. It was bad the day I went in there 12 years ago. It was I bad. liked it at the time. I mean, it was neat because what you were doing, but it wasn't. You, nobody stopped in the middle of that raid and went, well, this is, the, this is really mechanically a blast right now that we're having. Nobody did that. They all hated I've it. Been- it's not good i mean it's good don't get me wrong tonally i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying at at the time uh it's cool you you know it tab targeting (laughs) isn't the most exciting thing in the world scott i know i know tab targeting it wasn't the most exciting thing in the world in 2004 and it's not the most exciting thing here in 2019 holy crap this game has been on out for a long time yeah um but it's fine and it works yeah. and w- we are okay with it. We're, we're, we're okay conceding that it's maybe not the most exciting way to play the game in the world because the, 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 the sum of its parts is worth more than that individual mechanic. Uh, and I think the same was true of Karazhan back in the day. Like it was just, it's rad. Like you wouldn't, you know, we're, we're nerds are playing through it. I mean, it, your mileage may vary, but you know, if you grew up reading Harry Potter, you walk, like you're going through Karazhan the first time you walk in that chess room. You mean to tell me you didn't like geek out a little bit? Like, oh no, I loved crap. it. I it's loved it. Chess. Oh, no, like, the fact, listen, know? the fact that it exists and looked as cool as it did and is even a thing is awesome. And one of my favorite things ever, I'm just saying the actual functional mechanics of it were not great. And it's the limit of the engine of the, of the time yes. and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Like, what are you I'm just do? saying like it, MMOs in general, there's a lot of concessions as far as control is concerned at every level. And a lot of us can get past it either by using our own imagination to embellish it in our heads yeah. uh, or, or whatever. Um, and so it's just, it's just we're, we're I'm going to defend Karazhan a little bit. It, it does. It's, it's, but it's booty. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bo- control. Booty. Uh, have you ever, uh, this brings up a good question. Have, has there ever been a mechanic or sorry, a vehicle, uh, mechanic in the game that you liked in other words like flying over stuff and bombing it uh hopping no, at a thing definitely no bombing rounds i'm done yeah i don't uh, want to do any of that stuff anymore i like the beginning of old war you know when you get in the oh, siege yeah. weaponry and you're yeah. sieging it i thought that was cool though again my all-time favorite use of vehicles uh winter grasp because it was oh, so yeah. cool that, that was the first time i, I played world of warcraft and i felt like a unit in a Warcraft three battle mm-hmm. because yeah. you had all the siege. You were, if you weren't in a siege weapon, you were fighting alongside them and you were actually breaking down walls and sieging a fortress or defending the fortress from the siege. Um, that's definitely my favorite application of vehicles in world of Warcraft. I never quite got there again. That feeling, you know? No, I mean, they're no, trying no, to get there again. now. Even um, I'm totally blanking on the name of the battleground, but the battleground is basically Wintergrass. The battleground is not as good. Right. Um, and I think it's because you're, you're you're attacking and defending on both sides simultaneously. I think I think the asymmetry of Winter Grasp is what makes it so compelling. Um, but you want to know what my least favorite is? Yeah, jousting. It can burn in the deepest oh, layer. Yeah, of hell. It was really bad. <laughs> jousting, jousting was bad, man. <laughs> jousting in Rattle Lich King. 
dude, the, the freaking, <laughs> the tournament was so cool. Like what a cool concept to have like this corner of ice crown that you kind of ignored the first time you went through questing yeah. and then suddenly they level it out. And over time they're constructing this like fair type place. And then eventually it's finished and it's kind of this big, cool pop-up tournament like what an awesome concept and then to go and like just force you to sit on a damn horse or blood elf chicken the entire time with uh what was it, like three or four buttons and oh they did jousting and wrath just drove me up a wall Oof, it was bad it was my least favorite thing i loved it up there though it's really cool like yeah. i like the sounds it- of it the looks of it the festival atmosphere like everything about that was was cool i like those dailies and they were actually fun dailies to do I was so worried that I was going to get into ICC and they were going to make me joust. And I'm so glad that <laughs> wasn't the case. Somebody with with a good head on their shoulders decided nay. Yeah, bless, bless them. ICC yeah. was so good. Not as good as Ulduar. And this is a number one Arthas fan saying this. Ulduar, still my favorite raid of all time. Sure. But, but ICC was a damn good raid. Here's a email from a listener who goes by Brigham. That's probably his real name. Lives in Virginia. Says, first time, long time. I agree that it can be annoying seeing people be so loud and upset over certain aspects of a video game, but can you really say that being loud on the internet hasn't been successful? Examples, WoW Classic is being released after Blizzard shut down a popular private server. Number two, Blizzard revamping the Azerite system. Number three, uh, I would even argue that Blizzard is offering a mount for free to people who get a six-month subscription, in part to prevent the backlash that they get every time they announce a new store mount. Well, that blew up in their face. Yeah, a little bit. That didn't work the way... If that was what they <laughs> meant to do, it didn't go the way they wanted. It says, maybe I'm just a pessimist, but it seems like Blizzard only responds to those with the loudest voice. So if someone who is passionate about World of Warcraft sees it go in a direction they think is not good for the game, this isn't... Or sorry, isn't it the natural thing to be upset? Thanks for the show. I've been listening since 10th grade. I won't say how old I am. Uh, and I'm looking forward to listening for many years to come. Brigham from Virginia. Uh, what if you're currently in the 10th grade though? Cause then you've been listening for like three episodes and to them, that's a long time. <laughs> 10th grade, 10th graders um, is uh, everything's long, but yeah. What like, uh, I mean, yeah, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's the, it's the tale of as old as time. Like, yeah, sometimes, sometimes player feedback is correct. I would argue like if, if the Azerite system, the Azerite system is kind of bad or it was and it's implementation. And by by bad, I mean not as good as what you had in the previous expansion. So I think that that was a thing that they they probably knew anyway. But hearing that kind of feedback, I think, is healthy for them. It's not, you know. Right. Uh, God, there's so many layers to this, and I don't know really know where to start. But um, I, I don't agree with this email. Mm. I guess this is where I would start. Interesting. All <laughs> um, right. At least, well, uh, I do very, very, very much agree with number one. I think okay. we are getting WoW Classic because of how... But I don't... Again, I, I somewhat disagree. I don't think we're getting WoW Classic because people complained. I think we're getting WoW Classic because so many people were playing those private servers that were shut down that it was just hard proof that there was an audience for this. Right. Uh, which is why like, I get so flustered when, when Patrick uh, is just like, no one no one wants to play it. I'm, I'm just like, I don't know if... like how, the, That biggest server they shut down, it was over, what, 300,000 people? Yeah, he, I believe he, was the he's, number. he's wrong. I mean, I love Patrick, and he's right about he's something. He's not here but... to defend himself either, so I don't want to harp on it too much. Oh, I don't um, mind. <laughs> but... <laughs> but my point being is, like, maybe 300,000 is enough yeah. as far as Blizzard is concerned. Like, they would know more than anyone else, so they probably know how many people that they're... Uh, putting on the wild WoW classic team uh, i'm sure 
a lot of thought went into how much money gets allocated to building up WoW Classic uh, as to what their expectations uh, for what they're hoping its performance to be. Um, so yeah, again, I don't, I really don't think it was um, uh, people yelling on YouTube <laughs> that yeah. got WoW Classic greenlit. Um, I certainly don't think it. Well, to a certain degree, with with the Azerite system, like I think that was going to happen anyway. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't know. For me, what what bums me out is the ferocity <laughs> and the toxicity of some of the most popular uh, creators out there. And, uh, and not even so much the creators, but the, 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 them kind of whether it's intentional or unintentional, creating a nexus for some of the angriest people on the web to congregate around right. um, and meet other like-minded, angry people. <laughs> sure. Providing a way um, for everyone to be angry. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, right, right. So that's what I'm saying is like unnecessary. Like if, if the Azerite system was bad, like just straight up, like oh, it's a bad. shitty system mm -hmm. and we don't need people sending death threats to Blizzard to get that change enacted, right? Like if it was, but it was going to be, but, and we would have figured out that it was, but <laughs> yeah, it was, but if it was, yeah, the, but status was never in question. I, uh, it, I don't know. As a creator, uh, uh, I find that, uh, you know, sometimes we're probably a little too up our own butts and we probably think we're maybe more important than we are. Um, yeah. I do believe that it's a symbiotic relationship and that we should be able to do what we do and profit from it uh, without having to give a kickback to studios uh, because I think it's free advertising. Uh, but uh, I also don't think like... <laughs> I kind of think that we're more important than the damn developers making the game. Mm. Uh, on the flip side, to walk back my own comments, I will also add that, and that's why I said there's so many damn layers to this. Blizzard asked for uh, feedback constantly, and I don't think they would do that if uh, the feedback hasn't helped them. So clearly it has. Uh, clearly uh, the good outweighs the bad as far as Blizzard is concerned because they do put out open calls for our opinions and I, I mean ours by all WoW players, not just people who have a podcast or a YouTube channel. Right. I agree. If I learned anything from the Q&A panel at BlizzCon, it was the prep time showed me how interested they are in that stuff. Like Ian Hazakostas, people think he's a little aloof or he's got his own ideas, isn't really paying attention to um, feedback. And you guys are freaking just wrong. Like I spent time in him with, with him in a room where I saw him pouring over this stuff saying, I really like this one. And people would say, well, is that too critical for the stage? Like, no, I want, I want to answer this one. This is important. Like this, what he says is right. And we have an answer for it. Like he, they seem to be by all accounts that I can see actually interested in, in what your feedback is. I don't think anyone's interested in you pounding your chest and being an asshole about it, but, and by you, I, I'm not pointing out anybody in particular, but I'm just saying I've done it too. Uh, listen, I have done it too. You, people could probably find double digits examples of me getting really bent out of shape over things regarding Hearthstone on the yeah. Angry Chicken. Sidian um, says YouTube disagrees. <laughs> YouTube can bite me in the left testicle, and well, actually, no, that would hurt me. Uh, YouTube can. YouTube comments can burn. I hate them. I hate them. They're no good for nobody. Nobody needs them. Who needs them? Name someone who needs a YouTube comment. Nobody. Not one. If you're going to go watch Gundam style, do it. Don't have to leave a comment. Just listen to the song. You're done. Get out. No comments. Uh, 
Scott, uh, Scott's YouTube references are at least five years old. <laughs> I just, it's the one that popped into my head. It can be anything, whatever. I'm trying to think of something more recent. Hey, uh, I know one of those Paul kids, Aaron, uh, not Aaron Paul. He's the actor Jake or, uh, the other Paul, they're always doing something rascally and going yelling at them. Even for the guys like that, who I don't really like those guys and I don't like prank, to, uh, prank culture anyway. You don't need comments. Just get rid of the comments. Name something you need comments for. You can't do it. It's impossible. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say that for anything. The bigger it is, the worse it is, right? So if you've got a little Somebody channel. Please just post the old man yells the clouds <laughs> meme. Please. <laughs> just get it in here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is so layered. We're not going to fix it in this conversation. No, but, we're not. Uh, I get your I get your point. Yes, one hundred percent. Thank um, you. The comments are part. If you took comments away, uh, I truly believe uh, a, a decent chunk of views would fall off. Oh um, yeah, I'm sure they would because, because that's their place to my, go. In my in my experience, and uh, this is anecdotal. It's me. I'm not a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, even though you know we do put this the, the shows out on YouTube, yeah. uh, the amount of folks that watch it there are uh, very very tiny compared to the download numbers on the podcast. Um, back when the Heroes of the Storm, uh, all the upset was going on with the esports getting canceled and them announcing that they were going to essentially have the team. Mm-hmm. Um, when all that happened, um, Kyle and I were like, "Man, this is." This is going to blow up. We, you know, if, if ever we were going to take a second to just put a little more effort into making our podcast YouTube friendly, now is the, now is the chance mm-hmm. or now is the time. And so for those few weeks when all that news was breaking, we just took, you know, I, I, I took an extra like hour <laughs> my night and clipped out just the news discussion where we talked about whatever the latest uh, story was in regards to the downsizing of the team or the or the the cancellation of, of HGC, yeah. and those videos did gangbusters, Scott, gangbusters. <laughs> I have never gotten more YouTube views in my life on anything. Is it just because <laughs> you you just feel like it was more curated, or what's what's your takeaway? Yeah, really. Like I looked at it and I'm like, well, this is just like this is from what I understand what performs on YouTube, which is because people get riled up about it and they, they want to go watch a video on it and they want to talk about it in the comments. That was my understanding. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong or that I cracked a code or anything. I'm just giving you my anecdotal experience here. Um, but so because of this, my belief with YouTube is, is that you can, if you're trying to mine the chaos or the controversy mm-hmm. around any game yeah. or any topic for that matter, I don't think you yourself have to be controversial or loud or angry or vitriolic. I believe you can just have an adult conversation about the topic and make a fun thumbnail. That's clickbaity. That is very clear that the video is about that topic and throw it up. And that's it. And that's a good way to game the YouTube system. But uh, if you take away comments, you probably can't game it that way because the people can't get in your comments and yell about it together. What if I, hate that what if i hate that that's how people get views <laughs> um then uh you're dealing with something that you would call integrity and it's an okay feeling <laughs> yeah i really don't like it but you're um, right i think you're dead right i think that is the but whole th- key. there's a part of me too that thinks that if you think you have a more rational take on the situation and that you can bring some sanity to uh the feeding frenzy 
then maybe playing to it isn't the worst thing in the world maybe. because maybe if you can change the mind of just one person out there and and maybe uh make one one less mean troll out there instead of fun troll <laughs> then you're yeah then you've then you've you've done all you i mean if you can do just one it wasn't worth it isn't that the old phrase if you can save just one wasn't it worth it? Yeah. And I'm sure there's like, uh, I'm sure someone listening to this has a wildly successful YouTube channel and disagrees with everything that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> but this is my experience. That's fine if they do. I mean, yeah. show me somebody with a really popular one and I'll have things to say because I think that that's a different animal than someone who's just putting up nice content and getting, you know, 500 views, which is totally fine. And again, those those aren't the chat rooms or those aren't the uh, comment threads that are the problem. Those aren't the crowds and communities that are the problem it's a scale issue so when you got you know two million views on your video you have just this exponential soil pit of a comment section that makes you want to die anyway good luck to all of you check this out we're gonna rip through these real fast uh what else is going on around blizzard by the way thanks for all your emails and your calls and everything you guys are awesome the v- email address is the morning stream. Sorry, wrong one. Looking at the wrong page. The instance.net. Ah, I can't talk. It is feed. No, it's not feedback. Scott, what is your problem? I'm losing my mind. Here you go. It is the instance at gmail.com. The instance at gmail.com. Well, I'm going to go back and post and fix that little flub up. That was stupid. Uh, anyway, you can do that or you can send us your voicemails 801 471 We'll play them right here on the show. Uh, Hearthstone. How's it going over there? What are they doing? Anything new? Uh, yeah, there's an expansion coming next month. Oh, all right. Well, that's new. It's a new wish. <laughs> and they're uh, they're doing an in-game event called the Firefest Evil, which is a, a rip or uh, a riff on the Fire Festival that they've done. Uh, this is now, I believe, the third year mm. they've done the Fire Festival. Nice. Um, uh, this was before uh, Fire <laughs> Festival had a say. negative connotation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually more a reference to the Midsummer Festival in World of Warcraft sure. than it was anything else. Um, but it's really rad, dude. They're, um, it's like, it even has like this, a little story stitched in. So it's like this, it's like this in between, uh, the, the, the rise of shadows and the saviors of Oldham, the, the next expansion, which has been announced and will be going live on August 6th. Uh, but the fire festival finds the, all of the villains from rise of shadows, uh, crash landing the rocket propelled Dalaran into black rock mountain and we're getting three weeks of ta- of unique tavern brawls. Each week you can you can win uh, a a, a singer, single pack of new cards from Savers of Oldham, the expansion that's not even out yet. By uh, I believe it's uh, for the first two weeks, beating the first four bosses of the brawl, and then the the third week, I think you just have to win one game with that brawl, which won't be a boss run. Wow. But uh, the first week is coming to a close as of recording this episode. But it's 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 a mini solo adventure. You go through, you fight some bosses, and you can win new packs, and it's it's pretty damn good. And then next week it'll be the same run, but there'll be new heroes to play as. Yeah. And then the final week it's like a random deck brawl uh, with a fun a fun little mechanic. That um, sounds so like get in. that sounds like a flow of content to me. Yeah, they've really killed it. Uh, I think this year, this Hearthstone has really done a lot. I think to improve their their tempo of releases. Mm. Some might say cadence. Mm. Cadence. Some might. Uh, yes, yes, they have improved their cadence for sure. Because we just had the Rise of Mechs, where they buffed two cards for every damn class. Uh, also, like two weeks ago, they added, or no, a week ago, they added a bunch of new cards to the game to fill in slots for classic and basic cards that went to wild. Mm-hmm. 
And when I was like, okay, that's enough. They're clearly done until the next expansion. The This Fire Festival event hits. And we're only a few weeks away from the next expansion. So, yeah. And they just had a huge AMA. And they said that uh, this is kind of what they're hoping to hit as far as the pace. They're, kind of, they're hoping to keep this pace up more or less from here on out. And if they do that, that's crazy. And, and really healthy for the game, in my opinion. Well, uh, good. Good for them. I think that's awesome. It's good to see that team popping. And lots of updates on Twitter and stuff. It's good to see that. Wish we were seeing more of that from the Heroes team. But I am seeing one thing from them that I love, and that's the 10% speed boost to everything, or to everyone. I shouldn't say to everything. Uh, it's caused some, a couple of wonky issues. No one's picking Space P anymore when it comes to Artanis, and there's a few other issues. But, man... 10% faster stuff in Heroes of the Storm had a wild effect on me. I have been playing every day since that dropped. And I'm loving it. I already love the game, but I'm playing it outside of my group of friends. I'm playing randos. I'm playing friend games. I'm playing all the time. And I can't get enough of it. And I think this 10% thing is no small part of that. It just made the game feel better. And I wish all MOBAs were like this. Uh, and it reminded me why I like this one the most. So anyway, it's great. I love it. 10% faster means 100% more awesome, in my opinion. Counterpoint, Garrett? Uh, no joke in the Intel Nexus inbox right now is an email that says the move speed change is awesome, immediately followed by a separate email that says the new move speed is bad. Yeah, of course. Big shock. No one can agree. My gut reaction was that it was horrible and I hated it. Yeah. Um, my gut reaction now is that I may have spoke too soon, but I still think this was half-baked. Half-baked, maybe, because there's a lot of stuff that's left hanging. Like, I, like I'm saying, there's uh, some Literally abilities. everything else, because they adjusted nothing else yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to, to, to live in a world with this 10% movement speed increase. So, uh, uh, God help you if you're a Zagara, because you are a summon-based hero, and all of your summons don't move any faster. Yeah. I mean, I basically, I think what happened is they said, all right, look, we can do this one of two ways. We can try to predetermine what we think everyone's abilities need to be tuned to to handle this change, or we do the change, and then we can go in and surgically fix. Like, oh, I, Space I, I is too slow. I think that might be the hard truth that they didn't mention, because as much as I agree with a lot of folks on the subreddit and whatnot, and I typically don't, <laughs> uh, that this is kind of half-baked, um, a lot of the criticisms were in the direction of why didn't you put this on the PTR? And um, nobody plays on the PTR anymore, Scott. I don't know if you've been on the PTR anytime in, in, in recently. Like they recently had Anduin tested on the PTR. Yeah. And you just couldn't find a game. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> there's I, nobody on there. That's my answer uh, is that it's not, no one's there. So why put it on the PTR? Put it out live and go for it. Besides, you don't have yes. an HTC to make happy. You don't have a bunch of pros that are sitting around waiting for this change so they know what they're doing for the season. Just do it. It's totally fine with me. I realize it seems a little haphazard, but given the current state of things, I'll take a little more agile stuff like this over not. So just get in there. And I like it. I, I think it feels really good. Like you took away my mount speed forever ago. Now it feels like I have it back and it feels right. So more of this. <laughs> I mean, don't speed it up anymore. It's probably good. But, you know, more ideas like this I'm totally fine with. Uh, StarCraft got that Carbot conversion thing for Brood War HD. A lot of people are like, hey, is that for StarCraft 2? I own that. And the answer is no. That is a complete graphical sound uh, animation overlay, basically a conversion of the StarCraft 1 slash Brood War uh, high definition thing they put out, what, a year or two ago now? Um, 
And if you don't own that, you can buy that and do that. If you have you already own it, I think it's just there. I think you just get it. Um, like you would a skin or something. Maybe a pay, I forget. But anyway, it's that Carbot style. It's pretty cool. It actually looks like a whole new game. And I think I'm going to play it some and uh, see how it goes. So there's It's that. beautiful. And I can't believe they pulled it off. Oh, crazy, right? That's yeah, awesome. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and if, if you somehow are listening to this and you're like, what's Carbot? Go watch Starcrafts. Yeah, right there's now. your YouTube you want to have. That's my kind of YouTube. No, it's so good. No, no yelling. No, nobody t- telling each other what to think. Just a nice channel full of great animation with great references to your favorite Blizzard games. Carb- Scott, I tell you what to think all the time and vice versa. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have you blocked on my phone. I don't know if I told you that. Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's odd because you keep replying to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really amazing your your ability to guess what I just said so that your replies seem like you're you're replying to what I, I said. I am to. working on a whole other level. Way up here. <laughs> uh that's it for around Blizzard, and that is it for the show. Uh we will not be here Friday because both of us are out of town, but there may be something early in the next week that we'll do, maybe even next Monday. I don't know. Oh no, you won't be here. Uh, I yeah, I'm 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 off on family vacation. I'll figure something out. I may be able to corner one of the Europeans or something, but I'll, we'll we'll figure our way to get something in next week's schedule um, when I cool. get back. But uh, cool. just <laughs> call me on my phone. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, Garrett Garrett will be uh, out of here, which is good. Everyone needs a good vacation. I'll be out of here for a little bit of a birthday trip, and I'm um, excited about that. So that's all happening, and uh, we'll keep you guys informed on the uh, on Twitter. Just follow us there at Instance Show. Before we go, any content notes or anything you want to mention from AMove.TV? Anything cool happening this week? Uh, yes. Um, there's going to be a new angry chicken tomorrow. It'll be earlier than usual because, uh, Jocelyn is, is, uh, on her vacation at the moment. Also celebrating her birthday. If you, uh, her birthday was yesterday. If you haven't tweeted at Joss place and wish her a happy birthday, you should go do that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Justin Robert Young will be joining me oh. for an earlier than usual, the angry chicken recording. We've got quite a few new cards to talk about. And he is now living in the shadow of a recently hit legend co-host Brian Brushwood. So I'm anx- I'm anxious to talk to him about what that feels like. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And uh, Jocelyn and I just put out part one of a three-part Stranger Things season three spoiler show. Um, we used to have a podcast called Embrace the Spoilers. We decided to call it that again because it seemed dumb not to use that name. But it's hosted on my R2-T2 feed or... I actually went and just reactivated the old Embrace the Spoilers feed. So if you're still subscribed to that, all you have to do is refresh and you're good to go. Or if you're an R2-T2 subscriber, you get it on there as well. Nice. So, Check it uh, out. Part two uh, went up. To, uh, sorry, actually, part two just went up and then part three will go out next week. I'll, it'll be scheduled to go out if in case you're wondering. I re-recorded it because oh. I'm traveling. Oh, I see. I see how you've yeah. cheated the system there. We'll cut that out in post. Yeah. It's fine. No one will know. <laughs> uh for me and mine there's always something going on so if you're looking for uh, more content check out frogpants.com lots of shows lots of stuff lots of things and i've been streaming a lot more games including heroes of the storm but also i've been back into rocket league for some reason uh that's been going pretty well anyway you want to check that stuff out you can find it all over at frogpants.com including other shows just like this one that's gonna do it for us until next time for me for garrett we'll see you then This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.